It's Friday, June the 29th. I got the date right this week, stupid me. It's Meet the Movie Press. Coming up on the show this week, Indy 5 delayed, Leto moves to Marvel with Morbius, and Goose Jr. casting rumours, plus your box office and the week's big releases. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Movie Press. It is June the 29th. Uh, my name is Simon Thompson, uh, as we usual. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, we should have put a warning on, actually. We should have put yeah. a warning on. Uh, this, this is to celebrate the end of uh, Pride Month. Which ends over the next couple of days. Uh, It's not, but I just thought I'd be topical. There you go. (laughs) Uh, My my name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at showbizsimon. And with me, as usual, are Scott and Dimitri. Dimitri, who are you and where can we find you? (laughs) I'm nobody. But I am on Anatomy anatomy of a Movie. And today we're going to be breaking down... Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Can't wait to talk about that movie. Uh, you know, a lot of people go, you guys are a little bit late. Like, you always talk about it like a week later. Everybody's like, it's like, we do that for a purpose. And that purpose is so that we believe you've seen the movie already. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about the movie. And you can be part of the discussion. Together. It's because we spoil, we talk spoilers and yeah. everything like that. So that's why you can join us later on today. So uh, anatomy of a movie in here. Thank Revealing you that you me. talk about spoilers on the show is is that a spoiler in itself? It's Should you have actually warned about that? Yes. Yeah. Sorry be about. Apologies for spoiling the spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there'll be someone who'll moan about it. Uh, okay, uh, Scott. Who are you? And where can we find you? I don't know. I'm just another white guy. Oh! <laughs> I am Scott Menzel. Yep. I am the founder of We Live Entertainment, the founder of the LA Online Film Critics Society. Um, I do a show right here on the AfterBuzz Network on Black Tomatoes. It's called Black Tomatoes. It's on Black Hollywood Live, and it's with Carla Renata. And that's every Sunday at 5 p.m. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. At the other Scott M. Fantastic. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, as I say, at Showbiz Simon. And don't forget to check out other shows uh, on the mm-hmm. uh, here on the Popcorn Talk Network, but also on After Buzz as well. Yeah. Um, if you like this kind of thing, you like pop culture, if you like DC movies, we've got shows for all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, and I wanted to bring that up too, because okay. I always go through YouTube, but I know that there recently, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of public demand, like, where is it on iTunes? Yeah. And yes, I actually yes. found it on iTunes. Yes. And I'm a schmuck when it comes to that It, it is there. And I there. know a lot of people yeah. have, have mentioned that. We've it's had there. quite a lot of messages privately and sort of through... Uh, through through the office, um, it is there. Uh, the if, yeah, thing. if you have a problem with it, you just uh, need to resubscribe. Yes, so yeah, it agree. is it is being uploaded. To we should actually, if we could, I don't know if we can. We mm-hmm. should put the link here in the description on the YouTube video. We sh- we should do. Yes, we should. Do. We should sure. definitely. That's do a good do idea. We should add that. We'll get, That's a good uh, idea. That's we'll why get, he has you on the show. We'll yeah, get yeah. magic. There you go. We'll get there magic Anthony to uh, yeah. to do that for us today. There you go. <laughs> okay, we're going to start talking about uh, movie stuff in just a second, but I want to just go straight to the chat. Jack Dennis saying hi, everyone. Picking up on something that we spoke about last week with Jurassic yeah. World, which I know you're covering on Anatomy right. yeah. of a Movie. Uh, it's like the Infinity War of the franchise. For the next one, you bring back everybody: Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Julianne Moore, Vince Vaughn. Do you know what? I don't think that's a terrible idea. I don't either. I don't either. But I think you definitely have to have Sam Neill and Laura Dern exactly. in the next one. Because, oh. you know, with Jurassic World um, uh, Fallen Kingdom, it was nice to have Jeff Goldblum back. But I wanted a bit more 
I wanted to max the Goldblum out. Same here. And I think really for the third one in the series, we do really have to have some of those uh, old ingredients of the pie back in there to keep it tasty. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> I agree. And hell, if, if, even if you can get Joe Mazzello and uh, Ariana, I forget what her name. Right, uh, Richards. Ariana Richards yeah. to come back too because maybe, who knows, like she may have grown up to be a scientist or he may oh. have been a, a paleontologist or something. I mean, it would be great to get well at least Sam Neill and Laura Dern 100% everything would would come full circle and I mean come on would it would it not make money I mean this I think Jurassic World part of its popularity is that it has survived off of nostalgia yes and and but it's now finding its own audience yep which benefits from both ends of that absolutely but when you bring in these people Mm -hmm. you get the The nostalgia the wolf everybody it's it would be a must-see. And it opened quite well, not as well as the as the previous movie, Jurassic World. It it, it really, you know... It, it over-indexed. A, it over-indexed, and it really held respectively, which is good. Absolutely. And also, it's likely to remain top this week, oh, but we'll get sure. to box office in a bit. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's. there's quite a few things I want to run through this week. Let's first of all talk about the, uh, the solo screenwriter, um, Jonathan Kasdan, taking over Indiana Jones 5 on script duties. And the film now going to miss its 2020 release date, which means that I think Harrison Ford returning as Indy will be 78 when he starts shooting because production is now probably not going to start until 2020 at the earliest. What do we what do we think about that? I'm still smarting from Mutt in Crystal Skull, where they try to introduce a younger element with the idea then potentially of Shia LaBeouf taking that franchise forward. I don't think that's going to happen now. Uh, should we should he remain as indie should it be a handover element what should we do i mean uh, thoughts on this if so it many ever things happens, to talk about someone in the chat said that and yep. i agree what but i don't know if it'll even happen i think it will happen and i and here's why it was one of the franchises that was a big part of the the disney lucasfilm deal yeah, absolutely because there was that and there was star wars and they see them as highly lucrative i don't think they will bench this player anytime soon whether it's with harrison ford or without harrison Ah, ford i don't see them putting this on the back burner it's a cash cow and i think potentially they've seen the success of things like star wars from nostalgia in the same way as jurassic park um and jurassic world i think there's there's no way that this is going to be put on the shelf i agree with you there um i i Slightly different opinion uh, regarding whether it's with or without Harrison Ford. Yep. I believe that um, Solo, as much as I like the movie, I think part of what, you know, the, the dopey fans, the outcry was, you know, this kid's not Harrison Ford. So mm-hmm. I think they may have learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still, look, you can put Indiana Jones and, and Harrison Ford looks He's weathered, but he still looks worthy. Yeah. Uh, you need to get Karen Allen back because I think that they were, their chemistry is what carried Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. regardless of the mutt um, part. So I think that Harrison Ford can still do it unless he crashes a plane again. Um, the other thing is, what if what, they could do what they did in the Indiana Jones television series mm-hmm. and have it as a bookend where. We have Indiana Jones in his house, and he's got an eye patch on or whatever, and he's recounting a story. And then you have a younger person 
but there's still a connection to Harrison Ford. Yeah, I, the movie can't go on without him. He I has think. to. He has to be a part of it. But I really don't. I don't buy into Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones for the entire movie in the way that we've known him being Indiana mm-hmm. Jones growing up. I just don't think no. it's. And also, I think younger audiences. I mean, I know that there is a market now for. Um, this older level of generation, you know, the, the Liam Neesons in action movies and stuff like that. But there's a huge jump from Liam Neeson to what will be a 78-year-old yeah, Harrison Ford. But can I... I'm going to make... I don't a, know if audiences really want to see that. I don't... Mm. I think Harrison Ford can carry it off. Yeah. Unlike... My comparison that I'm going to use for this argument sure. is Roger Moore. Okay, Roger okay. Moore, when he started off as Bond, mm-hmm. I, I'm a Roger Moore fan. I like Roger Moore. But by the time that we got to um, uh, uh, what was the one in San Francisco, uh, the Duran and Duran song. Oh, uh, A View to a Kill. A View to a Kill. Yeah. By the time we got to A View to a Kill, I mean, Roger Moore did age. I mean, he aged, and it was obvious <laughs> when they were using a stunt double. Yeah. I mean, painfully obvious. and. Even as a fan, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the last one. I don't think that with Harrison Ford, he has aged. He's aged gracefully. I Mm. mean, I think he's aged really well. When you see him in movies like Force Awakens and in Blade Runner. Yeah. He, you know, he still can look the part. He's still big and menacing, you know. Exactly, but he's not the main. He's not that. Yeah, that, he's not. He's he's a MacGuffin. I think. Yes. I think the most. He's a MacGuffin. I think the most important thing to note is that he still has on-screen presence. Correct. Yes, and I think um, they would be foolish not to have him as part I of agree. this yeah. because In some he form. is he is the heart and soul of this franchise, mm-hmm. and I don't think people would. Even though we can say that it could be for a younger generation, I don't think people are going to go to it if his name is not attached. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think he should be a part of it in some way, but I don't think that it should be no, Indiana Jones as we previously it's like presented If it. someone said in the chat, like it, it should be almost like Creed, where it's yeah. a handoff. Yeah, no, I 100% else. agree. But they need to have I don't a want to really see good actor. Yeah. In place. And people are talking in the chat as well. A number of people have mentioned this about um, it should be a reboot. I don't want it to go cold from yeah. from Harrison Ford. And I don't want it to do the thing where, oh, he's dead. Here's his picture on a mantelpiece. <laughs> oh, isn't it sad? Yeah. Let's now carry on with the adventure. No. It has to be the handover for yes. me. It has to be he leads the narrative or he sends someone on this this quest or this adventure. Yeah. That's what I your, really want to, to see. To your point, too, it needs to be, if, that, if that's the way they're going to go, mm. you do need a strong actor who is not going to play Harrison Ford, but is going to play Indiana Jones-ish. Yeah. And, you know, because, yeah, Harrison Ford is not going to be riding a horse, picking up, like, rocks or (laughs) idols or, you know. That I get. um, But if we do this, he's going to have to be along for the ride. Sort of kind of like the way Sean Connery was along for the ride, except not used as the funny man. Yeah. Like, you know. But you also have to think as well, you're talking about along for the ride. They didn't buy this to make one indie movie. They bought this to make a series of indie movies, whether they are indie-focused or spin-offs or create a universe or whatever. Well, wasn't there a young Indiana Jones? There was. There was a TV series. There you go. So they can do that. They can spin that off. And also, we saw a young Indiana Jones. uh, It was uh, River Phoenix in uh, Last Crusade. Right, right, right. right, right. That's how we kicked the movie off. So I think that's really... they, They have to find someone who has... who is in it for the long run. And who will do a number of movies. I know the name Chris Pratt has been thrown around and connected no. for a long time. He's already got a number of franchises now. And I don't see him 
wanting to do another one. I also where don't he's feel like he's young enough. Down. I don't think he's young enough, but also I I think physically, I mean, young Indiana Jones we saw previously in the incarnations on the TV show, but also in, in as I say, Last Crusade. We have to have someone who is not young and buff. We right. have to have someone who has that physique, who is fit, but not like, oh, it's leg day fit. Well, in the, in the television series, the Young Indiana Jones yeah. Chronicles handled it very interestingly, where they would have, uh, I think it was Patrick Flannery mm. played that yep. um, age Indiana Jones, but then the they would alternate episodes where the following episode it would be, they were, I forget the name of the child actor, I mean, because mm. he was like 12, yeah. uh, who played Indiana Jones, and you sort of got to see how Indiana Jones was molded through his education, through enlisting, being part of the war, and things like that. It's a great series. It's on DVD. Mm. I'm not sure it if is. it's on Netflix, but you should I check it out. I don't think it's on Netflix. Um, but or any other point, streaming platform, actually, I, I don't mean, think. I don't think so. I don't I'm think it is. Sure, I haven't seen it. It is available on DVD. It is, yeah. uh, the, the entire series. With Chris Pratt, I mean, Lost World... Uh, Lost World. I just did Lost World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jurassic World... I keep World. calling it Lost Kingdom. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? There, there's a scene in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom that's right out of Indiana... The, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. When Chris Pratt's running, he's like, run! Run! The only thing he's not saying is, start the plane, John! Yeah. But it's yeah. so from Raiders, mm. um, with the dust was flying up behind him. It's too much. I mean, I, I could see Chris Pratt doing it. Because he's got at least the sardonic side yeah. to him, but again, it's like how many, well, how many? Yeah, but we we need to make sure that, like I say, I mean, obviously, I think they will at some point they will move Harrison Ford out of the franchise, and it will mm-hmm. go forward. You know, you don't want it to become sort of you know like you know we're talking about you know Lost World and you know and Fallen Kingdom. It's like you don't want to be Indiana Jones. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> You Give know, where, where in, Indiana Jones is out and he has to call, you know, the, the I've fallen and I can't get up. I've fallen off my horse. Yeah. And it's driving so you don't want me. That. In the chat, Zeno Hour saying, um, it'd be a good idea for Lucasfilm to develop new IPs outside of Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Uh, or Lucasfilm is not going to have much of a future, um, in my opinion. I think that's fair. But also, there is still a lot of longevity in this. And Lucasfilm over the years have tried to create various other IPs. And audiences have fundamentally rejected them. So I think... I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I think they should look at creating new IPs just purely for their own sort of financial longevity. But in the past, the audiences haven't wanted to engage with that. And if audiences won't engage with something and make it financially worth your while, you do have to rein back on those things and concentrate on what is the business side of show business. Well, didn't they just recently talk about making another Willow? Are we doing? Yeah, Willow? When, which and I mean, I you know, film. I fucking love Willow, and yeah. you know, Warwick Davis will do it, and Val Kilmer will, you know, will do yeah. it. But, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't, I mean, when Willow came out, not a lot of people gave a shit about it. Then. No, and that, and that's I part think, of your argument with so that had the that's Lucas the film thing, thing yeah. It. And yeah. I'm like, I just, you know, thirty years on, it's going to be thirty three, maybe thirty five by it gets through production and actually released. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love Willow, but I, you know, I own Willow, so I can put that shit on any time I like, which is great. I don't know if we need to go back there. Although I'd like to. I don't know. I'm torn. What am I talking about? I'll just contradict myself. No, no, don't make another Willow. I love Willow. Leave it the fuck alone. Fair enough. Uh, okay, cool. So let's look at whatever else is, uh, is saying in the uh, in the chat. Uh, John Harrison is saying Harrison is an old fart. Um, he can't be <laughs> swashbuckling in his seventies. Uh, he's older than Sean was in Last Crusade, which is. A really good point. Although I'd love to see Sean Connery come back. 
<laughs> I, I would like to see Jedi? him do. I would like to see him do a swan song. I do song miss other John than, Connery. Uh, uh, League of Extraordinary him. Gentlemen. Oh yeah, like, that was his oh, last movie. You know what? I don't know why. That <laughs> is not. That is not. I I've got love for that movie. Fair enough. I know. I mean, don't support me all at once. But no, I mean, I. I was just gonna say. Yeah, no, I know. Stare at you weirdly. It for is the rest not. Of the show. It is not great. But I. I'd still have love for that movie. That was the movie. Hey, that, at least we still hey. got. Hey, at least we still got Superfly that we can hate together. That that is true. We've got plenty <laughs> of stuff we can hate together. <laughs> Snowman. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! That's still. I saw someone had drawn a face the other day that looked like the character, the the motif, <laughs> and genuinely it made me a little bit angry inside. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah also, following uh, on from uh, from what John was saying, uh, Sky saying, uh, give Indy five to Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, Alejandro Iriarty, uh, Iriarty, excuse me, you say. Um, <clears throat> Wes Ball, Wes Ball is a good idea. Uh, Jennifer Kent or Jennifer Lee, also really good. Uh, set it in the 80s, South America, Antarctica. Action, adventure, sci-fi, thriller, drama. Take the sci-fi out because that hasn't worked right. previously. I mean, aside from kind of the biblical side of things. Right. Hey, as long as he's, you know, kicking dicks at the Nazis, I'm in. <laughs> and let's Absolutely. be honest. You could set that in 2018. Absolutely. So just throw it. But no, I, I think I think it would be really, really good. But I think they could stay to those core values. I think we learned from from Crystal Skull that taking indie space woods in any shape or form, whether it's on Earth or not, <clears throat> me not no likey. Idea. Yeah. Me no likey. Okay, let's right, move well, on from that. Oh yeah, quickly. You're extraordinary, gentlemen. I'll. I, I didn't hate Crystal Skull. I didn't hate it. Yeah. A lot of people did, and there, there, there's yeah. there's aspects of it that I actually really. Do you know what? I think we should start a crusade to uh, not the last <laughs> crusade, uh, but to uh, remake to, to remake uh, Crystal Skull. We yeah. should do it. Yeah. I have a load of producers lined up <laughs> to make it. I just need just need Lucasfilm to give me the IP. Fair right. enough. I've never made a film. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, Jared Leto uh, is going to play Morbius uh, in a Spider-Man spin-off movie. These Spider-Man spin-off movies are coming thick and fast. <laughs> By the way, coming thick and fast is not a Spider-Man spin-off movie, and I also suggest you don't Google that at work. Um, just saying. So Jared Leto, um, uh, you'll know him uh, for his work as uh, Mr. Joker in Mr. Joker. Yeah, or The. His first name is The, Mr. The Joker uh, in, uh, in Suicide Squad. Um, obviously, there has been a lot of talk about Joker spin-off movies and standalone projects, and would Jared Leto be involved? But he's one of the few people. There's only a handful of people who've done the the, the double, the DC and Marvel. Right. Um, when this news broke, a lot of people had opinions about this online this week. A lot of think pieces. A lot of think pieces. Let's chat about that. So let's start with you, Scott. What what are you? What were you? What were your gut feelings on this this week? Ah, you know, for Jared Leto, I don't mm. really feel he ever fits into these big budget movies. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. I felt like he was the weakest link of that movie. Mm. Um, we already talked about this before. I did not feel he was great as the Joker, even though, yes, I know there was a lot of scenes cut, blah, 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 blah. I just didn't like his interpretation of the character. And you see, I did. Did you really? I did. Why? I, got, I fuck knows why. <laughs> oh, okay. But I did. Uh, I mean, both him and Harlequin, uh, Harlequin for me. Uh, you just which, like which those white a, trash people. Two, that's, what, that's what you enjoyed. Do you know what? I think 
that might be a thing. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously. They <laughs> you were, were like, they, hmm, this is very were, easy oh. to make into a porn parody. I would really like that. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Batman that, coming thick and fast. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, like, I, I, they were few. They were two of the things that I know a lot of people will you know, disagree with me on this, and that's totally fine. But yeah. they were two of the things that I actually really enjoyed in Suicide Squad, a film that I actually didn't hate, but didn't particularly like. Interesting. So, so I mean, I you know I, I liked I, her as Holly Quinn. Yeah, I, but yeah, yeah that's I Margot did. Robbie. I yeah. mean, she's I she's great in pretty much everything. Movie. Yeah, yeah I, I could I hear that movie book. too. But I'm um, with you on the thing about when he's in movies. It, it, it's <clears throat> I'm slightly distracted by him because <clears throat> he doesn't seem like, like he. I mean, he he does a, you know a fine job, but it's like it's when you take a lot of musical artists as an example. I know he also is one, and you take them and you put them in a movie. It sometimes it doesn't. It's right. there's not the connection. There's not the mesh. It's kind of weird. And I'm not just talking like DJ Khaled, you know, Pitch Perfect three, which is one of the oh, worst. Oh, oh, the oh. worst decisions in cinema see, for now, like the last five see, now years. Now we're back to being friends. But that, <laughs> I mean, I love the Pitch Perfect movies, but that was oh. I don't know who was like. Do you know? Maybe we should cut that. Yeah. Maybe we should cut all of that, <laughs> or maybe just give him some fucking lines yeah. rather than let him freestyle. Just that anyway, movie, I'm sidetracked. That I'm sidetracked. Was so bad. But uh, Dimitri, what do you? I mean, what do you think about? Well, you know, when Jared? I read the news, it was uh, in the morning, and and I saw it, and I said, "Hmm, do I want butter or grape jelly in my English muffin <laughs> today?" I, it, it, it's just like another spinoff. Yeah, uh, and like you're right with the Spider-Man. There's I quite mean, a few, and some of them are happening, and some of them are not. And it, you know why, it, it, right? I get it. Well, yeah, Spider-Man I mean, is like one of the most popular franchises out there, yeah, yeah. and the superhero, right. like it's it's worldwide box office. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the reason why. I mean, Absolutely. The, 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 and Sony wants to make oh, as well, much Sony money needs, before Sony they needs lose it. it. Sony yeah. needs it. Yeah, and, and eventually <laughs> they they're going to lose it. Uh, it's going to go back to Disney yep. eventually, maybe. So I yeah it's he's fine I mean the man's got to work uh, I think he's a I, fine actor I I don't agree I mean I I, I liked that character in twenty forty nine and I liked all the the short films he was in that short prequel oh yeah thing. Yeah, 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 yeah so so I understood that character um you know yeah it's fine it's, but it, when you compare his work in that movie to say something like Dallas Buyers Club like it's just it's yeah. no comparison no, whatsoever no, 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 no. No. and i mean if you even if you go through his entire career and yeah. watch those smaller roles even if they're not as strong as some of the other ones mm-hmm. he's still so much better in that material mm-hmm. because i feel like he can pour his heart and soul and he he's one of those meta critics right like a meta actors right he, where yes. he just kind of like he's like i'm going to get into the part yeah and you know when, he's he's, not when you have a character that you have to kind of build around source material, right. I yeah. feel like that's where he, he lacks. And, and you're right. He's not like an Ethan Hawke has made that crossover. Oh, Ethan, Ethan Hawke can do the, the indie yeah. and be fantastic. Mm. And he can be in bigger movies, yes. too. And you go... Remember uh, in Valerian? Awesome. He was yeah. great in Valerian. It's Yeah, uh, great. I mean, not, not many people were. What? You didn't like Valer- Rihanna? I thought Rihanna was great in Valerian too. No, no. Uh, do you know uh, what? I mean, this I've, is like I've got nothing. I love I've got yes. I've got nothing. Well, oh, that seals it. Fine. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Um, I've got nothing against Rihanna. I just don't like the roles that she's been given. No, she wasn't good in Ocean's Eight. Mm-hmm. Wasn't. I mean, I didn't. No. I wasn't. I mean, she wasn't terrible. I didn't, wouldn't say she was good. I didn't really like her in Valerian. Battleship was just like oh, oh. It, to me. She's still Battleship? being. Do you know? What? I think she can, <laughs> given the right role. I think Rihanna 
could do really well, like Beyonce right. has in certain roles over the years. Austin Powers and Gold. But Member. I think, yeah, but I think when it's stunt casting, I agree. I, I, it doesn't really work for me. Give her something good to do. Give her something really solid. And I don't think we'll see that until we have her as a lead. Right. And I know that's going to be a big risk for someone at right. some point. But give us some fucking meat on the somebody, bones for her acting. Yeah, somebody has to be courageous enough to give her something that they would give like a Janelle Monet. Yeah, thing. yeah. Because she's getting roles that right, mean right, something right. and she's actually doing something putting in them together movies. in a movie would be a really good idea uh, yeah, a really good, be not a just idea. because they're two black women or I think singers yeah or singers because I mean Janelle Monet has done some stuff where she's been you know part of an ensemble cast but yeah. she really gets to shine when she gets her own solid yeah. material. Yeah. She's it, great. I mean, we saw that in Hidden Figures. I think we're going to see it again in the movie that she's got with Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I really, I really rate her. I, I do really I, rate her. I, I adore and love her. And she's her also and a really great musician and yeah, singer. Yeah, she really is. Uh, we're going to move on to a second to some some other uh, news, some Spider-Man news. I just want to go briefly back to indie. A lot of people in the chat have a lot to say about this really? this week. Uh, really? Uh, film nerd Jamie says, <laughs> indie needs to be someone who can take a punch and you feel it Bradley Cooper comes to mind good choice I think he might be a little bit too old and with the longevity thing I think if you are making three movies over ten years I think then you need you need someone just like maybe ten years younger which brings me on to a point from Sky Sky Patterson good to see you again this week Uh, Taron Egerton Edgar Ramirez I wouldn't say so much Edgar um, Joel Edgerton uh, could take over from Harrison Ford. And a lot of people also saying uh, Ansel Elgort, who I was going to suggest earlier. But also Alden Ehrenreich. I know obviously he was in Solo, but previously right. I think he or or Ansel would be really good to do this. Ansel's very busy for the next few years, yeah. so I don't know if he would be available, and I don't know if he's trying to get away from this kind of thing. Right. Um, but obviously, I mean, we'll get to this in a second, but Baby Driver... Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday. See, about a year ago uh, this weekend, Baby Driver came that's right. out. Yeah. That's when you and I met. That's, it was that is Anatomy of a Movie. Anatomy of a Movie. But yeah, so I, I think uh, if they do a second one, obviously he'll be needed for that, which is going to be if it happens. If, and Edgar hinted this week that he's maybe something's happening with that. He was right. in a tweet. Um, so we can see, I mean, that would, if that how started, young, work, that would be 2020. How young do you think they, they should that person should be I think it has to be early 20s I don't want I don't want young Indiana Jones I don't want to like what they've done with I mean ultimately it's not they're not going to do it for me um but I think we don't want to do what we've done with Peter Parker which I think they've done well and that's make him school age um I think it needs to be young adult I think it needs to be the start of Indy's career um professional career because obviously he was doing that as a kid as we saw from you know the young Indiana Jones so I think we really need someone in early to mid 20s also, from a longevity point of view, that then means that you can have a, 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 an arc where it's like 10 yeah. or 15 years for movies, where right. you can then, it's old enough to then, if you want to, literally birth right. a new generation, potentially, and bring them into the fold. So that is, if you're That's doing what I'm thinking. somewhat this... of a reboot, but what, what about, like, for, for, for having Harrison Ford and yeah. having somebody younger, do you want them to be 20? Do you want you don't want them to be Indiana Jones? Because I was actually thinking because they seem to get along just swimmingly mm. uh, on Blade Runner 2049. Have have Ryan Gosling. Someone else mentioned Ryan yeah, actually because, in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. He together. I think they're good. Ryan can handle the action. And he's very he's he has a persona. Yep. 
I think that could, so if you're going to end the Harrison Ford age of Indiana Jones, yeah. right? Number one, you have to do it like Last Crusade. I mean, they all rode off into the sunset. Yeah. Like like a great western. Yeah. And it has to have that emotional it has to have an emotional type. It does. You I don't, don't have I don't, to kill him. I don't know if Ryan would want to be. He's avoided yeah. franchises no, so far. I just don't know if he'll want well, to be tied down some, to uh, Jack Dennis in the chat uh, yep. pointed out this guy, and I, I love this actor, Glenn Powell, yes. who, I, who I recommended from Set It Up a couple weeks back, yep. uh, who's also in another piece of news that we're going to be talking we about shortly. Yeah. Um, I think he would be great because he has charisma mm. and personality, and he can be like built. I feel like I they agree. can really build upon him. People also saying uh, Jensen Ackles um, yep. or Jared, uh, obviously from Pat Supernatural. Yeah. 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 Uh, Stephen Amell Stephen Amell would be good uh, yeah. people are also mentioning uh, Dan Stevens I think Dan would be great yes. on this Evan Peters I don't know no, I think Evan's no. too, too goofy. goofy yeah too, um, too goofy and also a lot of names coming through from sort of other other sort of big sort of franchise and series I mean Grant Gustin would be I, I think actually Grant would be quite good Dylan O'Brien I think would be quite oh, good yeah, as well yeah. Yeah. the Maze Runner movie I thought that Grant would have made a great solo yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he auditioned. But, um, but, you know, regarding Jensen Ackles mm. and, and Jared Padalecki, I don't know why more people don't hire them for movies. It's very I surprising mean, to I, know. Me. I mean, yeah. other, other than the fact that they may be just turning stuff down because someone, they do so well on Supernatural. Well, someone said to me, I think they've been riding that wave out, and someone said to me recently, oh, well, it's difficult to take someone from TV and sometimes make them a movie star. And I'm like, well, that's what happened with Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, there are many cases where it has actually Robin worked. Many Williams, cases where it has Carell, Robin Williams, Steve, Steve Carell. Carell. I know. So I don't. I don't think that's the Look strongest half argument. Of the I know. Saturday uh, Night Live cast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on from this. Um, okay. We'll probably come back to Indy as, as more people put their, their thoughts yeah. in. Uh, let's talk about Spider-Man. Uh, go back to that for just a second. Spider-Man sequel. We found out what the title is going to be called this week. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, because Spider-Man far is Far From Home. He's yes. away on uh, on a, an out wait, of wait, wait, wait. He, non-domestic Wait, he's trip. dead. Isn't he? Spoiler. He's dead. Oh, my God. What's he think this is? What does he think this is? is? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he think this is? Uh, so yeah, That's so we know shame. we know to, Tom Holland basically. Uh, I said at the beginning of the show. Tom Holland uh, revealed that this week. Uh, the the title of the movie. Um, you know that bastard can't keep his mouth Jesus shut. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Seriously, today. yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I think I think that's a good title, I and mean, it makes yeah. sense. I, I mean, they, they do three, and then the next one is Homeward Bound, Home Alone, Home, yeah, Home Alone, <laughs> Homebound. Yeah. yeah, Home Bound. Oh, oh God, has he had an accident? Homebound. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get yeah. up. <laughs> um, I think it's a good title. I mean, yeah. it make it makes sense if you are going to keep this home Spider-Man, thing. Spider Man, I'm right. I've fallen, I can't get up. Yeah, that is the one. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I I, I like that. Um, Spider-Man Home Depot. Yes. Now, let's move on very quickly. I just wanted to touch on that that Spider-Man news. Uh, This is a name you actually mentioned uh, literally minutes ago, uh, Scott. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, Mm -hmm. looking to cast the son of Goose. Uh, Three names have, have risen to the top this week, one of which is Glenn Powell. Um, obviously, you mentioned him from the the, the, the rom com that was on uh, Netflix, Netflix recently. What's it called? Set it up. Set it up with Zoe um, But also, he was in um, Hidden Figures. Yes, as well in a couple of very other things. small role. In that very movie. small role, uh, but he's very very good. He's very he has a really nice presence on screen. He was. Um, everybody uh, wants some. Everybody loves Raymond. No, everybody wants some. No, it is the Richard Linklater. In Hidden Figures, he was... John uh, Glenn. John Glenn. Yes. yes, and he was also in that uh, terrible Ryan Murphy show, Screen Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> also up um, along with uh, with Glenn Powell, suddenly in in the loop on this is is Nicholas Holt um, and Miles Teller. No, Miles Teller. I'm I'm oh. against Miles Teller on this. Do you know what? I I agree with you on that. I think Nick Holt um, or yeah. Glenn Powell out of those yeah. would for me yeah. be the most interesting and would fit very well. I think Paul is saying I'm, I'm yeah. going to go with Miles Teller. Interesting. Really? Why? Why is that? I think he's a really good Explain actor. yourself. No, why, why is that? <laughs> I, I, I think Miles Teller is a, is a really, I think he's a fantastic actor. I think and he's a great fact, actor, but. Re, huh? I think so, he's a great actor, but. I, I get where I He get doesn't sell movies. No, no, perhaps not. But are you going to Top Gun because of Goose Jr.? No. <laughs> so no, but also you know, you, you, and, and, that's an and iconic you, character. And though. when you look at movies that that he's done, I mean, I just recently watched um, only, the, only Brave. the Brave. Yeah, mm. and he's a, he's a really good actor. He is really he good. Is. And and I think in a, in his career, I mean, he could be difficult to work with. I don't know if he'd want to be in a franchise, but those would be my choice. But I liked Powell because he most resembled. Uh, what Anthony Edwards and Meg Ryan, if they had a kid, they would look closer. Do you to think him. so? Because I, I think closely. I mean, Nick or Glenn <laughs> would be the ones. Me too. Glenn, well, I would, Glenn, if it was yeah. Miles Teller, I'd well, think Meg Ryan might have been fucking around. Maybe she was. Because doesn't I look like Anthony Edwards? <laughs> By the way, oh, Anthony Edwards. To, right, right. It, See, look at now when you say that. Glenn is definitely Glenn. the only choice. Right. See, yeah. He's that's the only I, choice. That, he's the one that looks the most. If you yeah. thought that... Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's the he, one that looks the most. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, Miles Teller, I mean, I, you know, I, again, I, I like him as an actor. I just think visually, if you're looking for a continuation on that, just, you know, the other guys, but, it, you know, as you say, Glenn is probably more out of the two. And uh, well, I am cocky. a fan of Nick Holt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think no. that would be, would be really good. Uh, interesting, actually, um, uh, we have a connection from the show, and I won't reveal the source on this. Um, but they were filming uh, in California recently on Top Gun 2. I know. And Anthony was apparently seen there. Oh. It's not what I have heard. So I don't know exactly how true that is, but that's what we heard. I have a whole so thing. I was not there. Yeah, I know who was there I would there be surprised if he was there because yeah. obviously his character is no longer there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> having, spoiler, died in the first one. Oh, yeah. um, well, he comes back as, not as Goose, but as Ghost. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but I know, I, well, Val Kilmer they went was back there. in yeah, time. We know Val Kilmer. And they filmed, catch this, yeah. well, they yeah. filmed down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I, I know this because a good friend of mine who works for the Coast Guard, um, the housing is actually Coast Guard housing. Mm. Uh, it's not Navy housing. So they need Coast Guard permission mm. to use the houses down there. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was down there. Had some really, actually had some really good stories that we can talk about later when yep. we talk Top Gun. But yeah, yep. I, I know that Val was definitely there. Yep. And Val would not surprise me, obviously, because yeah. you know that Val is, is going to be in the movie. Yeah. He was very pushing very hard for that. Yeah. Um, I would have been surprised if Anthony had been there, even though that's what... Just to say hey. Just, I mean, he could have been on set just to say hey. Yeah. Um, you know, but obviously his character is no longer in it. And then to, to have someone who's no longer in it, then turning up when they now look very different, mm-hmm. um, that, that would be, uh, that, that would be slightly strange, but um, yeah, no, it would. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, you know, technically if you wanted to get someone on set to do it and then you want to do the special effects on their face, you can do that. Sure. So that might work. Um, but obviously the, the, we don't know if that's going to be part of it. Um, 
One thing I have to say, though, Anthony Edwards, a film of his that I love, that I think has been grossly overlooked. Tag the Assassins. No. Gotcha. It's called Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Just with um, so 80s. So 80s. And I love it. I would love to see that movie remade for the current age. Yeah. It's a good... It's right for a remake. It's so right for a remake. But also, I think... With Cold War and relationships with Europe and all this stuff and political climate with spies. Linda Fiorentino? Linda Fiorentino. Wasn't her, yeah. like her first Are you movie? a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a virgin? Uh, yeah, she appears to be part Bangladeshi oh. and part Welsh there. That wasn't yeah. exactly my she best was, East but she European was all accent. Hot. Super hot. Like Not to sound no, I like don't, I'm a misogynist, but, but in that was, movie, like she, she was it, meant to be super well, hot. It, you understood movies, why Anthony yeah. Edwards' character would follow her. Oh, yeah, not in like a stalky way. Um, Okay, so uh, Kenny Loggins, uh, some chat. Uh, This is from Xenoad. Kenny Loggins better be doing the soundtrack. I agree. I agree. Uh, Sky Patterson, I'm looking forward to Top Gun Gun Maverick uh, July 2019. I think I am. I think I am. I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, I, I'm, I'm still not entirely uh, sure. Sky Patterson saying, like Miles Teller, uh, Glenn Powell, Nicholas Holt, all talented, handsome, dashing, smart, but... All different ranges and backgrounds. Goose's son in Top Gun 2. I don't know. Um, mm. Yeah, I think, you know, I think we're, we're kind of all on, on, you know, on a very similar page with that. Uh, John Harrison saying Glenn Powell reminds me of uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Sure, yeah. I yeah, that. I see that. Uh, Zeno saying Glenn Powell is a good choice. Um, that, would be, that would be quite interesting. And then, uh, and then Jack Dennis saying Miles Teller was great in Fantastic Four. So uh, I, think, I think Jack Dennis might be Miles Teller. I hope so. Uh, Which we're very, very happy to have Miles in the chat today. Uh, Thank you. Welcome, welcome, Miles. Uh, I'm just just kidding, Jack. Thanks for getting involved in the uh, the chat there. Uh, Because we love. uh, Yeah, um, that's that's nice ribbing. That's nice ribbing. Come on. We're a a community here. (laughs) Unless it's Miles, then I'm really sorry. I've just... Horribly embarrassed. Or should I say, Jack? <laughs> I, I'm really... I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to Top Gun now. But... I, I, I'm that, just that... nervous about these things. When you revisit something that is such a seminal movie. And, I, and it's know, so many years. And again, Blade Runner. I mean, Blade Runner 2049. I thought it was a stunning movie, but I didn't like the movie that much. You know, I mean, there were certain things like visually and sort of audio. And I, I liked it, but I just didn't... The movie wasn't quite right for me. And I'm like... Mm. I love Blade Runner, a movie I hated when I first saw it, but I really developed a, a taste for it. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm very happy to be proved wrong. Yeah. And I will absolutely yeah. go and see Top Gun 2. And I love Tom Cruise. I'm, this, yeah. things like this make me a little bit nervous. Well, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, so far, <laughs> the, the, the Incredibles yeah. is the only thing that can, like, span 14 years and come up with a sequel where people yeah. actually and still remain. It's difficult great. to do. Yeah. It's difficult it to is. do. It is. But I think with Tom Cruise, that picture that was tweeted out went out all over social media yeah. with him holding the, the helmet. It's it, with the F fourteen, oh, I can't, I can't deny. A little, I was like, I can't deny. Right. A little bit of Wii came out. Yeah. I was that. I was excited, but I don't know what the final movie's going to be like. It depends. Uh, John Harrison saying, uh, "Yeah, because obviously I can't predict what things haven't been made would be like." Um, Top Gun Maverick is going to be better than Independence Day. Resurgence, uh, I, think, I think. Yeah, so. and then actually he adds resurgence, I would, and I'm like, I would, I yeah, would, I would hope so. I, I think I, also I, being stabbed in the penis <laughs> is slightly better than Independence Day resurgence. However, 
I do not want to find that out. <laughs> I'm just going to put those as speculative guess. Okay, let's move on to some casting stuff. The Shining sequel, uh, Doctor Sleep, adds uh, Mission Impossible star Rebecca Ferguson oh, uh, this w- this week, which is great. Apparently, she's been having some negotiations over that, and they've gone very well. Um, so I, I loved her in, uh, well, I mean, you know, pretty much anything she's been in, yeah, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, great, great idea. Going to so. play opposite uh, Ewan McGregor. Um, which I think is is strong casting. Absolutely. Very, Very strong, strong casting. Yep. Um, really pleased to see that this week. She's mm-hmm. a name that I wouldn't have necessarily thought would have been on the list for, for no reason, really. Um, purely from the fact that she's like very busy. But I think her and you and today are going to produce something potentially very, very strong. Agreed. Which um, And trying to match or replicate but not copy... The chemistry of the, the 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 original cast in The Shining, which to me is really the strongest part of the movie, um, aside from all the other amazing things that Kubrick did with it, was going to be one of the biggest challenges of this project because a lot of it hinges on that and that believability and that connection. Absolutely. So I was very excited to see that. Yeah. Did you guys? You obviously had the same reaction. Oh, absolutely. She's terrific. I yep. mean, she was great. Even if she only had a minor role in Greatest Showman, but she's great in that. And, in that. and she was terrific in the Mission Impossible films. Although, I yeah. mean, like you say, she was only in the, you know, the, the Greatest Showman for uh, Probably you know, like a little 15 while. minutes. Yeah, it was never enough. Yeah, never, never enough. Never, never enough. Never. <laughs> so I just I fucking love that movie. I know, I know a lot of people don't like I, it. I love it. I love it. I love it Seriously. <laughs> it's one of the few movies that have been released in like the last 18 months that I've actually bought the hard copy media. I can watch for. it over and over again. Dude, I think too. I've seen it like eight or nine times. Alrighty. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. You didn't like it. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Do you know what? We don't always have to agree. That's no, absolutely no. fine. No. Uh, Jumanji <laughs> 3. I'm excited about this. I'm super psyched about this. Yeah. Really excited. I mean, I, you know, I, I thought that Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was going to be terrible. Me too. Everyone did. The trailers looked awful. Um, And I, I, you know, regular people who watch or listen to the show know that I love Kevin Hart and they know that I I love Dwayne Johnson. Um, But I just did not think that movie was going to be good. And it was one of the best surprises of last year. Um, It was one of my favorite films of last year. It was really, really good as far as entertainment goes. Didn't make my top 10, but as far as pure entertainment goes. And I was ready for a sequel. I really hoped, especially on the strength of the box office, they would, and they did. Um, But it's now, they've moved their release date um, for one week before Star Wars Episode Nine, which is December 13th, 2019, which I think is a very interesting a very ballsy move because obviously last year we had uh last jedi and jumanji out at around the same time but there was a bit of a gap so they didn't cannibalize too much it'll be interesting to see how this decision changes how things. much of a gap was it do you remember because was, i thought that they came out relatively close. two they weeks apart it was two weeks yeah yeah i you know just coming with my but also Jumanji. Go yeah. ahead. So, so. But I was going to say also Jumanji. It was it's it opened quite well, but it was really a long burner. Oh my sure. god! Yeah, you know, whereas Last Jedi had you know its audience very much up front and then tailed sure. quite quickly. Certainly after the holidays, but Jumanji it, kept going for like like in months. Yeah, and I think for, from a distribution, it was that and Greatest yeah, Showman talking about that. Yeah. those two movies yeah. were like the movies yeah. that slow could. burners. They were like yeah. Thomas the Train. They it had just legs. kept going. Yeah. It kept going. Uh, with my. Limited distribution background. That's like over 20 years. Um, It's a good idea because you get that week before Star Wars. You know that when Star Wars comes out, 
You're going to be you're number gonna two. Get, you're going to get clobbered, <laughs> right? But to your earlier point, everybody's going to see Star Wars. It's the holiday season, right? So when you Nothing get Nothing says Christmas, Christmas like Star Wars. Well, it, but, but Jumanji has room in that space as well mm-hmm. because you got Christmas Day, Christmas Vacation. This is going to... People are going to go see both. Yeah. So regardless of whether, regardless of whether or not Jumanji stays at number one, or it just stays at number two for a couple of weeks, maybe it reclaims the number one spot. If it's as as fun as the first one, I didn't enjoy it as much as you two, but I get why it made a ton of money. So I think it's a good strategy for them to because you're going to get a good solid first week opening. Mm. Your second week. Isn't going to be disastrous. Like, it's not going to be like you fall off a cliff. And even though you are going to drop and and Star Wars is going to get it all in, you've got the rest of December going into January to play that off. And then when Star Wars starts to drop, I mean, Jumanji was making business even when the kids were back in school. Yeah. So... It's. I think it's a. I think it's a fine. Strategy. It was making money right up until it got its home entertainment release. Exactly. You know? it was. It's. Uh, it, it really. It surprised. It surprised Sony. It surprised. Many. It surprised everybody. It surprised um, but it deserved yeah. every single cent yeah. that it, it got. I think it's a good idea. Uh, people in the in the chat are talking about this. The new Jumanji movie uh, could be the fourth one, right? Isn't Zathura the sequel to Jumanji? This is from Corey. Technically, um, he's correct. Te- technically, he yeah. is correct. Um, it's really whether you count. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle as a direct sequel to Jumanji. Um, oh. And obviously then you get the option for this one. And someone's saying, I hope they don't set it in space. But Zathura, and I, I really like oh, Zathura. Oh, I do too. I, I really enjoyed that movie. That movie well. doesn't get enough love. Agreed. Um, so yes, you, you are, you're not incorrect. You are correct. It would be the fourth one. But then if they just do Jumanji as in Jumanji rather than... Right. It, yeah, it's it's it's... Yes, it's right. I hope they don't go back to the jungle, though. I no, I mean, I hope they set it. I hope they set it yeah. somewhere else. Um, I mean, space would have been my logical choice, but then if the second one's successful, where do you set the third one underwater? Sure, obviously. Why not? Um, I would say in like a major city, but the rampage came out, so Egypt. The, the rock in rampage <laughs> has kind of be done. Yeah. yeah, so I think there are a couple of a couple of things that they could do with that, but I think space would be. Logically, that the place to, to set yeah. the next one. I think you can have some fun with that I as think well. So too. Kevin's Kevin Hart being blasted out the, the door <laughs> and all that stuff, and you know, or will Karen Gillan want to go back to space again, having yeah. done Guardians of the, the, the Galaxy? Do you want to announce this breaking news that just happened? What someone is this ni- Someone news? nicely just put in the chat. Uh, Greta Gerwig eyes little women with Streep, Stone, Ronan, and Chalamet circling. Interesting casting. Yes, little women. I have seen various versions of Me over too. the years. I have to say, I'm I find it a little dry. It is. I, I'm so. I, I just do that's we need a, another one. An impressive cast. Impressive cast. Impressive. I've director. never been, and I know there's a lot of love for the one that was in the the, the 90s. Sure. Uh, and that I, yeah. it was a good movie. I remember seeing it. Um, I've always found that story. It hasn't done it for me. But that is an impressive cast, so we'll we'll see how that goes on. I, I think now is the time to remake this. And yeah, with true. this strong true. of a cast, they could make it much more interesting. True. And they could would do- elevate the material. I'm entirely open to it. Yeah. And that's a cast that would definitely 
get me interested in it. It's very, <laughs> I mean, but, well, but they would like, very high caliber. Would, yeah. do, you, do you think they would contemporize? Can, is that the right? Yeah. yeah make do you know what I think they yeah. should? I, mean, you would like, I absolutely yeah. think they should. To. I think you know? would have to. Yeah. But uh, Greta Gerwig. I mean, I, 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 I have an interesting. I didn't love Lady Bird. Me too. Um, I, I enjoyed the movie absolutely, and it was a really accomplished piece of filmmaking. But for me personally, as a as a member of the audience, it didn't quite do it for me. Um, but I'd be very interesting to see what she could do with with text like this. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I would want to see something new from it, which I think she could yeah. she could do. That would be the way that I would like to see it. But again, Hollywood doesn't just revolve around me. Um, okay, we're running out of time again because we have so much to talk with. So I'm just going to run through a few things. Then we're going to get to trailers. Then we're going to talk about box office. So some other news this week. And we have to cre- credit the hashtag show for this. Um, okay. Actually, uh, gave the heads up on this just after the show last week. And it's come through as confirmed this week. Um, Kamel Nanjiani are going to be in the Men in Black reboot as the third alien sidekick. Going to be called Pawdy. Um, I'm, I'm very happy great. about this. That is that is another movie that is assembling a really interesting and fun and tasty cast. Um, I think that's a really, Kumar really should good. be in more movies. Period. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he's just amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we know he's working on some some new stuff with, with his wife Emily at the moment. Yeah, um, and I think they have a lot of other projects that are currently they're trying to get off the ground. Um, but no, I think he's he's perfect for this. I really yeah. do think he's great. I think he really. Bring some some nice lever, you know, levity with him and Hemsworth as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I mean, we've really seen some serious comedy balls from Hemsworth in the last absolutely. couple of years, and I think it's really yeah. good. Uh, and also from a dry, not just like <laughs> hilarious yeah. comedy, some really nice. Not that dry vacation delivery. remake. Do you know? I've, I've, I've watched that a couple of times um, over the last couple of you years. You did? Yeah. Oh my god! What, the first time was for work, and another time was like, "Well, let's revisit it." There are moments in that that I'm actually like, "This is this this has promise," but then it never it never fulfills that promise. It's such a shame. Anyway, they should have never gone. No, down. No, they should have never no. gone down Holloway, should, Holiday Road. Should no, never have no, done no, that. Not, oh. um, Mark Wahlberg and, uh, and Peter Berg reuniting for a wonder at Netflix. Um, uh, interesting win, win, winning combo usually usually um i think it's i don't know well, i don't uh, here's it's 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 a weird thing for me because i'm a huge spencer fan right okay, okay. and i was well from boston i was brought up mm-hmm. with the robert b parker you know this the people in boston robert... don't like mark Wahlberg. well I, i've got nothing uh, against them just because they tired of him always saying he's from boston <clears throat> well, i've got nothing <laughs> against him but my <laughs> thing about it is is uh it's not off the Robert B. Parker Spencer. It's the he passed away, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the 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 Parker Foundation, the family, hired this gentleman by the name of Ace Atkins to take over mm-hmm. writing Spencer. Yep, it's off of an Ace Atkins Spencer novel. Mm. Um, so, uh, to me, it's like if you're gonna use the books. Go from the guy that go go from the Raymond Chandler of the of the series. Yeah, go from Robert true. B. Parker. There's plenty of stories that you can use. Once you exhaust those, then go into the Ace Atkins. Um, it, it's it, and and you can't use the same argument that Girl with the Dragon Tattoo mm. is done because they've already made a series. Yeah. Sony went, you know, they made their Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, uh, and so. Now they're going with the girl uh, caught in the spiderweb, which isn't the original author. Mm. But I know that they're trying to do something different to kick it off the ground yeah. again. 
I don't think it's the same argument here. I mean, I don't know why they're using the Ace Atkins and not his other novels. Yeah. There's plenty of the Robert B. Parker. Fair enough. You know, speaking of which, I just yeah. want to mention one thing about Netflix. Mm. I feel like Netflix, I feel over the last couple of months with the release of a lot of their movies, they mm. found some great success in the rom-com genre yeah. with The Kissing Booth, with Set It Up. And with Alex Strangelove, yeah, maybe they should start focusing more on, on figuring out those audiences yep. for those types of movies, and slowly like make more of those, and then they can take on another genre. Because in the dra- drama and action, they're kind of they've been a little oh, bit under, yeah, yeah. undercooked. A little bit. They can do. They can just do comedy, and then they can do some award movies. But also, I think the audiences are slightly different in how they yes. how they engage with this content. I think and it's going to sound perhaps slightly misogynist, but I think. When it comes to the kind of audience who are like, I want to sit at home, date night, watch movies, you'll get more of a, I'm watching it for a comedy or romantic comedy element. Right. And if you want to go and see action, you want to go and see drama that is of of a big scale, not just like TV drama, you will then go and want to watch that in a theatre environment, slightly different. I think maybe that's just me. But that's kind of my gut feeling from how. No, I think that's a good. Kind of I think that's a very good point. I, well, you know, I, my biggest problem with Netflix is the fact as to they want to play in the big boy, they want to play in the theatrical, yeah. but they don't play by the rules, and mm. they can. I mean, obviously, they dump a ton of money towards their talent, towards their writers. Yeah, make a good movie that's theatrical, and and mine it from there, much like Amazon. Can do. I mean, it's Amazon Studios. Amazon's cutting back. You know, this year they cut back a lot. Sure. You know, and they they focus on very, very much the award movies because they have that beautiful boy movie coming out. Yeah. So, but you know, and I guess it's going to be Mark Wahlberg who plays Spencer. Guessing so. Yeah. So he again for that character, you need a Robert Mitchum, even Robert Urich who played Spencer on the television Mm. show. I'm sure. I'm sure nobody ever saw Spencer for Hire. I'm a big Spencer fan, so yeah. and that's Spencer with an S, like the English poet, by the way. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, so uh, he'll be okay. Um, we, uh, another few things I want to rattle through very quickly in Blumhouse Corner this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Blumhouse Corner. Uh, in the, in the fade director, Fasaya Kim is going to helm uh, Stephen King's Firestarter remake uh, for Universal and Blumhouse. Um, do you know what I, I like Firestarter yeah sure you know Twisted Firestarter yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but also Stephen King's The Boogeyman um, which is based on a short story yeah. uh, is going to visit your closet uh, with help from a Quiet Place writers that's Scott Beck uh, and Brian Woods yes um, which is yes. interesting yes. so uh, don't know anything about the story The Boogeyman mm-hmm. um, I know there was a terrible movie out you know, the ago, guys already, I, I will give you a spoiler yeah. on this, or, or a tip, is that when I interviewed Scott Beck and Brian Woods at South by Southwest yeah. for Quiet Place, they already had part of the sequel written for Quiet Place 2, uh, and there's certain things that didn't make it into the first one that they're going to be doing in the second one. Ooh. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I told them at that, I was like, this movie's going to be a hit. They were like, we'll see. And I'm like, no, it's going to be a hit. Trust me. Yeah, that's cool. Well, maybe they'll have the same success with the Boogeyman. Yeah, or hopefully. we can see, you know, the Boogeyman Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, absolutely. oh yeah, the, Boogie, the Boogeyman Three, Boogie <laughs> Nights. Yeah, but... lots of lots of opportunities yeah. there. Okay, uh, let's talk about trailers this week. Um, well, that went down well. Uh, oh, and f- final piece of information from Blumhouse Corner this uh, week: um, uh, Get Out Two. Apparently, Jordan Peele is flirting with the idea of a sequel uh, to Get Out, obviously, because that's how they get the title. Yeah. Um, I love Get Out. Yeah. 
Leave it alone. 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 You don't need it. No. Nope. Blumhouse doesn't need it. No. Don't just give him another idea, right? Get like out he's already him. making another. No, yeah. he's making another movie too. next year. Like yeah. just get, out, keep, out harder. Yeah, yeah, give him. Just let him do what out. he wants to do. Give Citizen him some parade. original idea. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I love Get Out, get but we don't out. need. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. the fuck out. Eddie Murphy, get the fuck out. Get out to white people's revenge. Yeah. Oh God, what we call it? America. Um, Trump's revenge. Trump. Oh, God, no, don't. Seriously, we'll get fucking hate mail, and that's really not what you want to do right now. Um, okay, so let's talk about trailers very quickly for you to rattle through. Uh, the Predator. Uh, new trailer for The Predator womp this womp. week. I was so womp womp on that. Really? The second yeah. one? Compared yeah. to the first one? I Listen, I, I love Sterling K. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Wrong. Uh, Sterling K. Brown I love. Yeah. Right. But the tone of this movie seems very hokey to me like when the predator shows up I'm like what is he like a regular person just walking around in a mat like it feels really spoiler. weird to me Spo- <laughs> spoiler uh, and then I- it's called the predator but multiple predators show up in the trailer why but there's one big one yeah there's the one big one there's it's one big one it's uh it's yeah it was it was for me it was a marked improvement oh yeah first trailer i knew this was gonna be good i'm pretty psyched about this we know that it's gonna be in hall h at comic con yeah uh on on the thursday um i don't think if they you know i think i i'm i'm looking forward to this one yeah well i'm looking forward to this one my only my only hope right now is because they are in hall h um (laughs) You know, I mean, you don't. So I mean, but that, by the way, is like, no like, guarantee of no, quality. It's, it's, We've seen some no, shit. Well, but that's the thing. Venom like, is well, in the Hall H too. Uh, I was with Lionsgate when we had the Spirit. In yeah. Hall oh, H. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was good that times. Was special. That went well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, the, Hall H helped so much. Yeah. Hall H meant hell. Yeah. yeah. Straight too. But the pre- the Predator, but, I, 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 I would, I liked the last trailer. I really like this one. I'm, I'm on board. I like this trailer much better than the first one. So beautiful boy. Mm-hmm. Must see. Yeah. My God. Like, just the opening, se- like that first 30 seconds where yep. they're just sitting there at in the, the in, the, in the diner back and forth. Yep. It's so, like, emotionally heartbreaking. You're like, okay, well, both of you will be nominated. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, t- to me, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's very much a movie that I think is going to be in the awards talk. Yeah. yeah. Hands down, which will be the second year for Chalamet in a row. Um, I, I think. And Carell. I mean, he had he had three last year. He did have three last year. I think this is the one that really puts him m- more in line yes. for something this time. I mean, even more so than I mean, Marwin. More so than Marwin, uh, I think Marwin looks really good. Uh, no, I think that one does, but I think that's more fantasy. This one's going to be, you yeah. know, the mm-hmm. award, you know, the award ceremonies and whatnot. They really like that serious, yeah. like this yeah. is realistic, this is raw. Yeah. So that's what you're going to get. And with it's this a different different audience, different type of movie. Yeah. I think and potentially. I mean, we don't. I mean, I don't know what the rules are on this, but if I think this is a sh- um, beautiful boy is more of a Chalamet movie, with Carell being supporting. Yeah, whereas that's Marwin right, that's right. is lead. Yeah. We could see Joel, so could Joel, we see yeah, the same Joel, actor yeah, for yeah. maybe the first best time actor ever? And best supporting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know whether the Academy is down with that, but I mean, I don't know if there's any the rules to stop that. No, that yeah. could be quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, the house with the clock. You have to be careful how you say that. The house <laughs> with a clock in its walls. Um, just saying. 
Uh, I mean, it looks fine. It kind of looks like a Goosebumps movie, and it's got Jack Black in it. That's what I thought. It was like the sequel to Goosebumps. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, no, it's it's an Eli Roth movie. Do you know what? It looks kind of fun. It does. I don't. I don't see it. You know, being like number one at the box office. I'm happy to to take that back if it ends up being uh, number one. But it certainly looks interesting. And there's not a lot out there. I mean, I see a lot of. We talked about this briefly last week. The um, there's some nice darker stuff coming in sure. for for that younger yeah, or that it, YA audience that I think is kind of underrepresented at the moment. It looks and are like over it, those old school it, YA movies. It looks interesting. It yeah. looks like something that Tim Burton passed on. Yeah, some really nice. I, sort I of, sure does, yeah, doesn't you know, it? Yes. Like, um, Assassination Nation. Oh my god, this movie is freaking horrendous. I hated it. I saw it at Sundance. I hated it. Four stars. Four stars. Four stars. I'm curious what you say about it. No, I'm curious to see it. I, I am curious, oh, to, yeah, see I'm curious to see it. I'm curious to see it too. So, but I, I like the idea of the, uh, the trailer. I think it's yeah. it's kind of... Good it's like trailer. kind of it was like the Purge meets Spring Breakers kind sure. of for me that kind of feel but with you know a strong female. It's a bent. very good description of the film. Thank you. Um, okay, let's talk about the Equalizer two. I was not a fan of the Equalizer. Loved the TV show. Wasn't a great fan of the first film. This trailer excites me more. I like the look of this. You I guys. like the look of it too. My my one thing about it, yeah. that there's a red flag for me, <laughs> and right. the red flag is. They just came out with the trailer, and the movie opens in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Like mm. usually for a Denzel Washington, Antoine mm. Fuqua, mm. Equalizer, which was really big. Yes, I figured they would have had a teaser that was trailer. That was a tip for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean they would have had a trailer in March, April. Like they waited literally at the end of June. Mm. To release the trailer, and it makes me wonder. Well, maybe why? maybe they were waiting for Superfly to get out of the way. Oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, yeah, yeah. just maybe they didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, I saw the. Tra- I've seen the trailer on uh, on a computer screen and on the big screen. I like the trailer. I like the Equalizer. Um, I was disappointed it, by the, the first it, one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I like that idea. But, but you're right. I mean, it is strange that they're releasing a trailer sort of a couple <clears> of months before. But, I mean, I've seen no excitement and no buzz for this movie at all. And it's <laughs> only going out to, to, to movie theaters in the last couple of months. I've started to see things like standees. So it's starting to have a bit more of a physical presence. Um, I think, I mean, I joke about Superfly, but I think there are a number of movies that people wanted to try and stay out of the way of this year. One of them being Solo. Yeah. And I think they they basically kind of held back on marketing. This isn't the only movie that's coming out in the next couple of months. I think the only one that's really been pushing sort of for the end of the summer in any strong way since sort of early summer and before that is The Meg. Everything else that's kind of coming at the tail end of the summer has been pretty quiet, to yeah. be honest with you. Well, they, they started promoting Mission Impossible. Right. Yeah, while. well, they... they, they you know, yeah. but, but, but again, if, if, if memory serves... I mean, Skyscraper is the, the other one oh, they've been pushing. That's yeah, the other one they've been pushing. Yeah. But Equalizer, the first one, didn't that come out in like February? No, or, it came or, out in uh, September or, or October. October? Yeah. So it came out after the summer. It, yeah. it, it did really well. A lot of audiences really latched onto it. I, I, again, it's I'm wondering why did you guys wait so Like, you're so close to release date, yeah. and audiences now are getting the trailer. And there was there's been no online presence for it at all. Is it coming the weird. same day as Mission Impossible? It's a week. I think it's a week before Mission Impossible. I think they're like July twentieth. 
Uh, let's look it up. I yeah. think they might be July 20th. Well, let's while you're doing that, let's talk about the other trailer that really caught my attention. I got a lot of buzz this yeah. week before we move on to box office because we are July running out 20th. of time. Um, it's a movie called Mandy, um, which isn't the uh, the Barry Manilow um, musically <laughs> inspired um, hit that I was hoping it would be. <laughs> um, I do love a bit of Barry Manilow. Um, Mandy. Fucked up. Yeah. I mean, that is crazy shit. Yeah. I genuinely am really looking forward to that. And it's also um, one of the final scores um, of music that uh, Johan Johansson did um, oh, right. before uh, before his passing. Um, and I, I, this looks mad. And there's nothing out there like it, really, at the moment. Not that I've seen it. And I think it's it looks really... I don't know how much of a success this film is going to be, but I do want to see it. It was it was, interesting. it was at Sundance, yeah, and it had the the opening night of the Midnight Madness, yeah. right? And I didn't go see it there, but I heard such mixed reactions from both critics as well as festival goers, yeah. And I kind of lost interest after that because someone said like it's not. You know, like Nicolas Cage doesn't have his crazy off, you know, off the walls mm. kind of antics going on. And then I heard it was actually like really slow and it's only really good in the last 30 minutes. Okay. But again, this is all speculation because I haven't seen the film for myself. But I, I also feel like it's it's also been very kind of quiet since that, mm. which worries me a little bit more. I feel like it should have been at more festivals and people should have been talking about it. Because all the movies that people really started to talk about that were at festivals yeah. have been getting buzz from but, Sundance. But also, on. I think the, the downside of that is the fact that when you are at so many festivals and people are talking about it at different festivals, by the time the movie comes out, a lot of the audiences are, who aren't as sort of in connection with you know the, the film and and you know the, the industry, they kind of think it's been out, right. and people are sick of hearing it. And I think if you want to editorially burn. You, you run a risk by appearing at lots of festivals. Sometimes it plays out for things like La La Land, where it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows, and then you get the release. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, oh, shut the fuck up about Mandy. Well, it's like, and you can put people off when it's something I, that is going to be quite but, divisive. But here's the thing. With, in, in, for horror movies in general, yeah. that, that premiere at festivals, usually the buzz of them going to the other festivals usually turns into big movies mm. like uh, uh, quiet it, place quiet place it follows yeah. get out yeah i mean there's a lot of festival yeah. movies that but me, but a lot of people who i know went to see a quiet place they didn't get the buzz from the festivals they got the buzz from the trailers and seeing it in right. movie theaters yeah sure. so i think there's a difference between how people like you and i we consume our, our, oh, absolutely. our content and stuff absolutely and what i referring to just yesterday with someone is normal people yeah. Um, who are, you know, just out on the street doing their shit. They're not obsessed with... But I don't know if those people would even we'll see. see a movie like well, this. I'm exactly. not even sure how Mandy's being released 100%. I don't know if it's... Some theatri- theatrical. It's theatrical, I believe. If it's, I believe. It's the okay. same studio that did Bad Samaritan. Yeah. Too, behind it. It is. So, and that one did not do all that well. It, at the box not office. as well as it should or could have done, done but right. it did. It did okay. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to box office because we literally just have a couple of minutes left. Uh, two major releases this week, really. Uh, there's Sicario Day of the Soldado uh, and Uncle Drew. Uh, I have not seen either of these this week, um, but uh, who's seen Sicario? None of us have seen Uncle Drew. <laughs> no, none no. of us have seen Uncle not Drew. Yet, but Do you I'll know what? Had I been invited I... to a screening. I would have gone and seen it. 
It was but Tuesday. I but when I but when I, I go see Uncle I didn't Uncle get invited to okay. But when I go see Uncle Drew, <laughs> yeah. it'll be at my local theater, the Cinemark Baldwin Hills. Yeah. Because that will be the Mark Baldwin? perfect place. Yeah. Huh? Yes. <laughs> um, so Sicario. I, I did see Sicario. Okay, you saw it last yeah, night. What I did you think? Sicario. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Some people are calling it bold. I don't know why. Mm. Um, there are some really good set pieces. Um, I wish there was a little more Sicario in it. Uh, it, it has a very interesting story. It's a different movie. It, it's right. not um, the Sicario uh, by Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have that style. Who praised it? Saw it and praised it. I'm sorry. He saw it and he praised it. Yeah. So I. It, this is just a different movie. Yeah. Uh, it's very violent, um, which is fine. Uh, I saw, you know, there was a parent that brought like a 12 year old kid to this movie. That I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, that. The girl, the girl that's in. Uh, that's what I heard. This movie, uh, last, she was in the Transformers movie. Yeah, she's really good. good. I liked I her. I liked her as much, uh, almost as much, or as much as the girl that was in Logan. Yeah, oh, I mean, she okay. was really, she's really strong. She put up a really good presence. Uh, it's it's good. The set pieces are good. Some of them you sort of kind of seen before. Yeah. Um, it's not as moody, I don't think, as the first one was. Mm. This was definitely more action driven. And it is socio-political. Uh, like the first one, but yeah. this one a little bit even more. Poorly timed. It's weirdly timed. Weirdly I, you know, I mean, because yeah. you, wa- I'm watching it going, you know, if a certain someone watches this, he'll look at this as a documentary and say it's true. Right. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what about. happens. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, oh, no, it's, it's still just a movie. Yeah. But, well, it was, but it's good. But not, I don't think... I'm probably going to check it out this weekend. Check it I've out. Got, oh, my God, I've got some free time this weekend, which is quite amazing. Has um, any, did anybody see it last night that's on the chat? Well, I, it, as far as... I mean, people did go and see like this. There was, there was 2 million uh, on previews on Thursday. Yeah, um, 1.1 on Thursday for, for Uncle Drew. Um, they're looking at... It looks like it's going to be um, Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom, followed by Incredibles 2, mm-hmm. uh, followed by... Uh, Sicario or Uncle Drew in third or fourth position, and then it's Ocean's Eight is going to be number five. Both of, both Sicario and Uncle Drew are looking at about ten to thirteen million. Um, it's going to be quite close for those opening weekends. Um, but Sicario is looking at you know sort of the, comparing it to the first one. The first Sicario made about twelve million right. when it was released, so this is about the same. But obviously, how many people have seen Sicario and love Sicario? And then you would hope that there would be an uplift in this. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to open the same, maybe a little higher, possibly a little lower. I think it's going to over-index. Interesting. Like, not not So what, 15 or 18? Yeah, it could be. I mean, because I saw it last night, and the theater I saw it in, it was a full house. Yeah. With the exception of the first three rows. And to your point about the people who saw Sicario and, and such, so the people who were sitting next to me, and there was uh, there were four of them, two couples um one i heard i love the first movie and then the woman was like i love benicio del toro yeah so that's why she was there then the other person was because i liked the other movie and when the movie was over uh they were staying throughout the entire credits and they were talking about the movie so i think it's gonna do pretty well because i I think well josh brolin too yeah again he's just been he's had a everything i I believe there was a movie this year that didn't have josh brolin in it although i can't confirm that that. was still good (laughs) yeah um but i believe he's doing something with blumhouse 
That'll be next in Blumhouse Corner. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, uh, that should be a feature. Yeah. We joke seriously. I mean, we joked before the show started. They're like, yeah. every single week, we at least have one item of news to do with Blumhouse. And, you know, Jason, seriously, yeah. I absolutely love you. But, <laughs> dude, can you take a day off? Yeah. Because you're, you're kind of. I can't. I told you, right? I told you. Just when, when, when I see him at the festivals. He's on his phone, like either watching a movie, yeah. editing a movie. He, he's always doing. He is something. one of my favorite people in the industry. There's yeah. like him. There's Lee Wanell. There's James Wan. There's a whole bunch of people that I just fucking love being around. They're just yeah. the nicest people. But dude, take take a breath. Take take a, take yeah. a breath. Take yeah. a day off. Yeah, you're absolutely nailing it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. nailing it. But. Well, he's got. Well, Come Jesus and have lunch. Christ, we're we're going to be talking about him next week. I know. Oh, yeah. God. God. First purge. Doubling down on Blumhouse <laughs> Corner. So, yeah. so we get the purge. Yeah. And I'm and sure. And there'll be another news item by then. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, or a trailer. Well, well, we've got something. a couple of things. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, more things to talk about. So the Halloween trailer will probably make its big screen debut yep. on the purge, yes. right? Then there's going to be, uh, there was already an announcement of the Halloween 40. Uh, convention, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course there's Halloween, and they're going to be in Hall H as well. Yeah. Well, oh, Ashley just said in the chat that uh, Shyamalan uh, Ding a Dong uh, announced <laughs> that uh, Glass will also be in Hall H. Blumhouse yeah. Corner continued. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But also, I mean, seriously, I mean, I, 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 I lo- there was a teaser poster that came yeah. out. We need to, we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But there was a teaser poster that came out. I was not a massive fan of Unbreakable, but. I've, I've that movie has really grown on me, but I am so psyched for Glass. See, I was a I was a big fan of Unbreakable, not a big fan of Split. Oh, Split. Yeah, I didn't think Split was that great either. I was mm. right, right down the middle on that one. Uh, oh, you're wrong. I know. It's fine. Right. It's fine. I'm we getting. I'm first, getting we, we, there, we just there agreed is, a lot on the show. I know. It's good. Just, just, just yeah. back. It's yeah. we're, we're wrong. No, <laughs> no, it's it's great. Yeah, there, wrong. there is no right and wrong when it wrong. comes you know to what? film. It is I, all I about not, personal taste, and I that's totally fine. may not always be right. But I'm never wrong. <laughs> guys, if we if we agreed all the time, it would be dull. So, guys, that's another show. We've literally ran out of time. Um, Sky Patterson in the chat, Dimitri and Scott co-hosting is brilliant. Thank you, Simon Thompson. Thank you. Sky, Thank it's you absolutely much. our pleasure. But really, for this show to continue to be a success, it's you, the people listening, the people watching uh, on YouTube, the people downloading it on iTunes and all the other platforms. Without you helping this show grow, we can only do so much. So please... Do make sure that you like, you share, you subscribe, you get involved. Tell anybody that you know that loves movies that they should be watching this show. We're getting some amazing compliments, and it's very much appreciated. Let's not keep this as a closed circle. Let's open this up and share this with everybody else. I sound like a televangelist. Send me your money. Send me your money. I need a plane. Seriously, let's open this up. Let's invite even more people in and get even more opinions. Let's make this the place that people want to come and talk movies every single Friday here on the Pop Talk Con Top. That's easy for you to say. The Pop Talk. What did your English act? Did you fake English act? I don't know what the fuck happened there. That was going so well. The Popcorn Talk Network. My name is Simon Thompson. You can find me at Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Dimitri, who are you? You can find me on Anatomy of a Movie. Yeah. Oh, screw that. You can find me on Anatomy of a Movie. Please support me on Twitter at DMovies1701 at DMovies1701. You can find me at WeLiveEntertainment.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. 
at the other Scott M or on Black Hollywood Live this Sunday and every Sunday moving forward at 5 p.m. on the show Black Tomatoes. And this has been another Meet the Movie Press on Friday, June the 29th. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe, be nice, be friendly, enjoy movies, and just get your sweet ass back here next week. Uh, for Blumhouse just, Corner yeah, and Blumhouse Corner. Meet the Movie Press. Next week. Have a we, good one. That's our spin-off show. Have a great July 4th, everybody! <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.